Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello and welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and my tiny elf-like companion. Howard Long. <laughs> it's Howard Long. Hello. <laughs> I mean, we know you're tiny and elf-like. You don't have to put a voice on, Howard. Oh, OK. You don't have to live up to society's expectations of what an elf is. You can be your own elf. Hmm. So, Howard, yes. do you remember what has happened in the story so far or would you like me to remind you? Yes, I remember very well what's happened in the story so far of this story mm. in particular the story of stars which is the story yeah. of um doctor who is this, a, is this your way of saying going no? to the moon and putting out <laughs> a right, candle I'll, I'll help. right i will help okay no you're wrong you're <laughs> okay, wrong not that one basically what happened is that a man called taltry lawrence taltry got some people together and said right there's some people doing a chant and if they finish that chant lots of jelly monsters are going to come out and murder everyone and the world's going to end so we need to walk over there to the <laughs> tower where they're doing the chant and stop them so they did they went on a long walk that took some time and encountered many obstacles arrived at the tower just in time to fail Oh, <laughs> Just in time to fail to stop the chant Because actually they were too late The chant finished The jelly monsters began to emerge <laughs> And the stars ran away And that is where we ended Howard, do you know what's tragic? Yes the death of <laughs> no, no, no. love. Oh, okay. I thought you were going somewhere dark then. But you went somewhere quite cheerful. The death of love. That's, that is dark. <laughs> Thank God that's over. I'm fucking <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> no, that, that's cheered me right up. That has. Thanks, Howard. You've put me in a really good mood for this episode by mentioning the death of love. Okay. Well, you know, so that's not tragic. Okay, then. A, a poor monkey having a, having a chill. Having a little chill. That is not what I was going to say. The tragedy I was going to draw attention to is how young Howard had very big ambitions but didn't always have the staying power to see them all the way through. Mm -hmm. For example, when young Howard wrote Stars, the pilot to his humorous radio sitcom, he planned out a whole six-part series in great detail. <laughs> <laughs> right, that part's not true But he did, uh, he did intend to write a six-part series And I think when we got to the end of episode one last week I feel like a lot of people, along with me Were very disappointed that we won't get to hear What young Howard planned And we're just going to yes. give up at the um, end of episode one That's a real yes. tragedy And that's it? the end of episode one of the actual script Not the end of episode one of this show. Yeah. Because... Yeah. It was the end of episode nine of this show, yeah. which was the end of episode one, one. of the script. Yep. And that problem is just going to get more confusing now. Mm -hmm, <laughs> right. mm -hmm. I'm excited to be more confused. Because, as we know, when we read something of Howard's that is in some way incomplete, we, adult Rufus and adult Howard, try to complete it, right? Yes, that's right. We... 
adult Rufus and young Howard try to complete it. <laughs> and that's what's happened here. Because I took how young Howard's plan is um, of the other five episodes mm. and I have written them. Wow. Before we get started, I would like to read again Howard, young Howard's plan for episodes two to six. Because I did follow this plan. So um, we already heard episode one, and that was Apocalypse, which the description is just end of the world is nigh. But we know what happened in that one because we've already heard it. Episode two is Herman. <laughs> Travel to and find Wizard Herman must reverse time. Ooh. Episode three is Ingredients Part One. Ooh, looking for bits. And it says Adventures in a City... Get first ingredient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, that's the whole. <laughs> yeah, but uh, because it doesn't explain any further, I hope you understood that the ingredients were for the magic spell and not that they were just trying to cook yeah. dinner no, yeah, or something. I, I, yeah. <laughs> just, we're trying to find some oregano. Yeah, come on, let's go to the city. <laughs> yeah, no, I did, I did understand okay. that. Yeah, it did take me a while, but because first when I saw must reverse time, I was mm. like, oh well, reversing time must happen in episode two. But then I was like, no, of course, the ingredients are for the reverse time spell that yeah. then happens in episode six. So I did eventually wow. <laughs> understand that and in time to make that what it's about. Brilliant. <laughs> but only just. <laughs> episode four is ingredients part two. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, good description. <laughs> that's the title. Oh. <laughs> Beamed to another planet and caught up in their politics. Ooh. Right, that's what happens there. Exciting. Then we've got episode five, which is ingredients part three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Get unraveled from politics. <laughs> <laughs> and get yeah. the second ingredient. That's at this point in my life, of course, I just thought that politics was a kind of twine. <laughs> And episode six, Anti-Apocalypse, Save the World. Hooray! That's it. So that's what I was working with, and hopefully I have done it justice, but we will we will have to see. Well, if it's awful, then you will have done. <laughs> if it's any way good, you'll have failed. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm safe then. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I have... Um, one of the things that we try and do on this show is learn, right? And I feel I have a lot to learn from young Howard. Uh, young Howard, the precocious genius. Hooray! And so I have tried to write this script as as, as much like him as possible. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm using his characters. I'm trying to uh, be true to episode one. So we'll, we'll have to see if I if I manage or not to live up to the quality that Young Howard set in episode one. You better do, because remember, um, we've got a guest person come to mark your work, and it's Mr. Cotchett. <laughs> Oh, he no, doesn't like Cotton. it. He's got some very mean oh, no. things to say about oh, he's you. Gonna, he's going to call me fat. Yes. Oh, shit. He's going to insult my physical appearance, yes. my intelligence, yes. and mm -hmm. yeah. the wealthiness or otherwise of my parents. He's getting in your cupboards, right? <laughs> yeah. He's getting in your cupboards. And if you don't have, like, Heinz baked beans and you've got some kind of, like, supermarket <laughs> brand, he's all over you. Your evaluation of riches is so poor. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look at your beans. <laughs> and if you're eating beans out of a tin, he'll think you're poor. Yeah, rich people in Coville eat Heinz baked beans, but poor people eat Tesco's own. The richest people in Coville are still eating tinned mm. beans. They've just got posh ones. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's where we're from. And we're still like looking at all those poor people, look, still looking at each other, going, "Oh, you're poorer than me because your beans aren't as good." <laughs> <laughs> oh, look down on the on the cheap bean people over there, and then yeah. the poor people going, "Oh, look at Mr. Hines' beans yeah, yeah. showing off with his expensive beans." Hello, we are the Queen. <laughs> we are the Queen, and we eat beans. That's what Coville was like when we lived. It there. was. Can I tell the story about the cheesecake? Of course, you can tell me a story about a cheesecake. Do you need to ask? <laughs> okay. Well, cheesecake, as you all may know, is quite a common thing now. But back in the day in Coville, um, it wasn't so common. And like some people had not heard of a cheesecake before. <laughs> well, also back in the day, like in our house in particular, we had these like cork style boards that you would put things on, lay, laid things out on. And so everyone came and, the, and nobody knew what a cheesecake was. And so everyone was slicing <laughs> the cheesecake and leaving the biscuit base behind because they thought that that was the plate that it was on. <laughs> Are you sure? That um, that might not be a, like, a social standing thing. That might just mean your relatives are stupid. <laughs> right. No, it's social standing. I mean, that's a possibility. We were, posh. Right? <laughs> we were posh and knew what a cheesecake was, and they didn't know what a cheesecake was, and therefore they didn't eat the cork board. <laughs> I mean, I feel like not knowing the difference between cork board and biscuit yeah do they are they like getting a biscuit out of the tin and going no there's just coasters in here (laughs) there's just a load of different differently shaped coasters in here and no biscuits i mean you would i mean you you say that but that's actually true because you used to give someone a biscuit with a cup of tea and uh they would just put their tea on top of it and wouldn't dunk it at all that's not that's not true for anyone outside your life you say that like that's a thing everyone else did that didn't know what a biscuit (laughs) was just your family. No. They're like, thanks for this. Um, oh, this coast is this coast is melting. <laughs> it's cracked and fallen to pieces. Yes, it's bad. Hey, it tastes nice though. I mean, yeah. Oh, stop eating the coasters, Uncle Jim. <laughs> Right, so are you ready to start, Mr. Howard? I was brecked ready. Okay, so stars, episode two. Confusing because this is episode ten. <laughs> Scene one. The stars are all in Johan's house. <laughs> Good. Welcome to my house. This is Mr. Cat, and this is his friend, Mr. Dog. Oh, wow. They look a bit thin. <laughs> oh, zur. When was the last time you fed Mr. Cat and Mr. Dog? What is this feeding you speak of? <laughs> Brackets confused. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Maybe you should start calling them Mr. Skeleton and Mr. Other Skeleton <laughs> because they've both been dead for quite considerably some time. Brilliant. <laughs> what? How could this be? Wait a minute. I'll do some magic. Eight, blue, purple, five. Make my cat and dog alive. Mm. We hear the sound of a dog and cat skeleton coming <laughs> coming alive. <laughs> we hear... <laughs> what a great sound effect that we is. We hear the sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We hear the sound of a dog and cat skeleton coming alive and attacking Sly. <laughs> ah, I'm being attacked by skeletons. Help. Why does everything bad happen to me? Mm. Brackets. Feeling sorry for himself <laughs> because... <laughs> Because he's being attacked by skeletons. <laughs> yeah. See what I mean? I'm trying to un- like learn from young Howard. And, oh, yeah. And I mean, just like the, the my stuff, this is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, feeling sorry for himself because he's being attacked by skeletons. <laughs> right. 
We hear a smash and a crunch and a bonk. <laughs> Normally, I don't like being cruel to animals, but I'll make an exception when those animals are reanimated skeletons attacking my good friend Sly. Nice. Thanks, Ajax. Hey, now I've been bitten by a dog skeleton. Am I going to turn into a dog skeleton? I'd say that's very likely, yes. <laughs> oh, boggarty bumholes. And you now owe me another thousand gold pieces for answering that question. <laughs> yeah. We don't want you biting anyone else. I'd better smash you with my enormous axe now as a precaution. We hear Ajax hitting Sly with his big axe. Ow! No! Stop! Why does everyone want to murder me? Stop messing about, Sly. Now, everyone gather round. Has anyone got a spare head I can borrow? I think he's broken mine. As you all know, we utterly failed to stop the chant, and now the world is being overrun with an infinite number of chaos beasties. Jelly monsters. And according to Johan, we only have two weeks before everyone is basically dead. Or jelly... Dead or jelly, yes. We need to waste no time and put our backup plan into action without a moment's delay. So the first step, of course, is for me to do a quick roll call. <laughs> is that totally necessary? We have to make sure that everyone's here and we didn't accidentally lose anyone while we were invisible or something. <laughs> As you know, I selected this team very carefully, and each of you has a unique skill that will help us survive the jelly. <laughs> Specifically? <laughs> First up, Johan. Mm. I'm a teapot. <laughs> Johan is a teapot. That'll be handy if we want to make tea in him. Yeah. Next up, Ajax. <laughs> I like murder. Ajax <laughs> likes murder. That's good, isn't it? I mean, this is what was missing the first time round. Just someone <laughs> yeah. stating what they, they like or like they do. Then there's Timkins. Ear and female, sir. <laughs> Timkins' unique skill is that she has a really big bag with lots of alcohol in it. <laughs> I thought her skill was navigation. <laughs> no, it's alcohol. Don't you remember the time she turned her back on the city and thought it had disappeared? <laughs> That's not the action of a navigator, but it is the action of someone who has a big bag with lots of alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah. Right, and what were Philip and Error's special skills? Because whatever they were, we're going to have to survive without them since Philip and Error are dead. Mm. Brackets, reminding us that Philip and Error are dead. <laughs> well... Philip could cook bum sausages, couldn't he? <laughs> and that was useful when we wanted a breakfast of bum sausages. And what about Error? Well, he did that really good zippy impression, didn't he? <laughs> he would have kept us entertained during the long night spent hiding from Jelly. I think that clearly uh, his skill was defeating Jelly Monsters. He had an like, <laughs> innate ability to make Jelly Monsters be dead. <laughs> We're really going to miss him. <laughs> He's like the most Now there's one. Jelly Monsters <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I, I thought he was the rubbish one. Yeah, he was, he was up until that point. He was just about to come into his own and then he died. That Actually, that's a really good idea. That's absolutely what should happen. And this should be the time we find it out, right? Mm -hmm. Because you, 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 you like let the audience believe that Error's just there to die. Yeah. That was no ordinary Zippy impersonation. 
His Zippy impersonation <laughs> set out a particular sound frequency which could destroy <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Makes it fall apart and could have saved the world. Unfortunately, he got eaten by that bird. Yeah. No, that is a good idea. That is a good joke at this point. That would be a good like, reveal, definitely. He can mass produce custard with his nose. And everybody knows that there's nothing jelly hates more than custard. <laughs> yeah, it melts it, melts it, and he dies. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, this this is why these episodes written by Rufus are always going to be a second best to what <laughs> young, young Howard could have done. Mm. Anyway, so he would have kept us entertained during the long night spent hiding from jelly. <laughs> right, and what about me? What's my skill? <laughs> oh, I just brought you along to distract Skullgull Haggerty. Mm. You are? Uh, wait a minute, what was Skull's special role in the group? He was here to murder you. <laughs> so you brought him along to murder me and me along to get murdered <laughs> by him. Yeah. Yes. I didn't think it made much sense either, but Skull assured me that it did. <laughs> and he gave me a thousand gold pieces and a free horse. <laughs> so I <laughs> so I didn't question him. Well, I couldn't question him, really. Not with that horse's willy in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah. What? What? Uh, yeah. What's? What are you here for, Sir Lawrence Tawtree? <laughs> I'm here to suck off horses. <laughs> Those horses aren't going to suck themselves off. <laughs> for two reasons: one can't reach, two can't suck. Three don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty conclusive. That's why <laughs> I've got to do it. Anyway, see you later. Bye. Good luck with those jelly monsters. Bye. <laughs> Anyway, so um, Talltree just said Skull paid him to bring Sly along so Skull could kill him. So I didn't question him. Well, I couldn't question him really, not with that horse's willy in my mouth. Great. I feel really good about my role in the group. Brackets. He doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. I think you forgot to roll call the two new members of our group. <laughs> oh, Yes. Our replacements for Philip and Error, who sadly died when that bird ate them or whatever. <laughs> Everyone, please say hello to Philip and Bera. <laughs> nice to meet you too, but name's not Philip and Bera. Name's Gorbilip and Banana. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on board, Gorbilip and Banana. Hopefully... <laughs> You'll last a bit longer than the last two. Mm. And what's Gorbillip's special skill that he brings to the group? <laughs> Gorbillip, bring banana. Say hello, <laughs> banana. Oh, hello, my name Banana. Do you want to play I Spy? <laughs> oh, sir, do you think one banana will be enough food for all of us? <laughs> yeah. At least when Philip was here, he had that bum full of sausages. Mm. No, you're not allowed to eat banana. <laughs> banana, Gorbillip's brother. Gorbillip. <laughs> Gorbillip, not happy if you eat his brother. So, let me get this straight. We've got no food, but we have recruited a gorilla and a banana onto our team. <laughs> we could always hunt for food. Hunt what? Well... What about that strange four-headed bird over there on Johan's windowsill? 
we hear the bird call. <laughs> oh, no, it's attacking. Look out, everyone. Duck. Get out of it. Look more like <laughs> mutated griffin to Gorbillip. <laughs> oh, it's got banana. It's got my brother. Oh! <laughs> we hear Gorbillip and banana getting eaten by a bird. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> well, he didn't last long. <laughs> what a waste. I hate it when people die and I don't get to kill them. Mm. He wasn't a person, Ajax. He was a gorilla. That's even worse. I hate seeing animals suffer. It makes me do eye crying. <laughs> Check him out. He's got a sensitive soul under all that muscle. Brackets. Sarcastic, but also secretly impressed by Ajax's complexity. <laughs> Look at you making my making my three-dimensional characters four-dimensional. Yeah. Well, as I said, I didn't want to change the characters. So I wanted to take what you put there and just, like, drag it out just a tiny bit more. Mm. So I feel like, like with Sly, I feel Sly is sarcastic but also quite put upon, like feels like the victim. And Ajax, um, I, like, you wrote him as a childish character, so I wanted to kind of bring that out yeah. more. I didn't want to add things to them, just, you know, exaggerate what was already there. So that's what I'm trying to do. It's very good. Very impressive. People shouldn't be mean to animals. It's wrong. Just the other day, I saw a man carrying a big canvas sack down to the river. But the sack was wriggling and whining and going woof. So I stopped him and made him open it. You'll never guess what was inside. A load of puppies. A load of puppies. All cute with whiskies and pawsies. <laughs> That man was going to murder those puppies. He was going to bag and stream them. But I stopped him. I cut that man's arms and legs off. Then I used his arms and legs to play fetch with the puppies. Mm. Oh, sir, what did you do with those puppies? Well, I was really happy to have four new friends. So I took them to my favourite place in the whole world. Where's that? The soft play centre in the town. It's brilliant. They've got slides and things you can climb on. They said I was too old to go in, but then I murdered one of them and after that they were quite accommodating. <laughs> oh, sir, what happened to the puppies? I took them in the ball pit. It's great in there, loads of balls. Anyway, they're dead now. <laughs> that, that I've kind of when I was writing that I kind of planned a whole a whole complicated like how like go in the ball pit and like uh, uh, write a load but then I just wrote it's great in there loads of balls anywhere they're dead now I thought it was funny <laughs> just yeah. stop there <laughs> no I mean that, that's fine otherwise I was getting worried that like there'd be ten puppies and you'd have to explain where <laughs> what happened to each of those puppies and you'd run out of things really quickly no I think I think I'd be able to do that hang on let me let me have a uh, all right so the first two <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The first two ran into a dog murdering house. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Let's not forget that we have limited time before the world ends and we can't afford to waste another second. Mm. We all know the plan. So now, everyone, go home and we'll meet back here next shoot day at 4am to set <laughs> off. OK, bye. Bye, milk. <laughs> We hear the stars all leaving to go home and relax for several days. <laughs> Scene two. The stars are outside Wizard Herman's house. 
Yeah. We hear birdsong and someone tilling in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> this is where my good friend, Wizard Herman, lives. She is a time wizard and she can send us back in time. Brilliant. Wait a minute. Wizard Herman? Is a woman? <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, she's called Wizard Herman, not Wizard His Man. <laughs> you can't fault his logic. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Sly, you owe me another thousand gold pieces for answering that question. <laughs> now, boggarty tits. <laughs> It's awfully big, this house, isn't it? And with such high walls around it. Tell me, Johan, does your friend Wizard Herman keep horses at all? <laughs> oh, sir, what are you talking about, Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir, what are you talking about, Lawrence? I can't see a big house. Turn around, Timkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I don't think I want to go into a big spooky house with walls around it. I'd rather go to that cosy-looking cottage over there. The one that's pinioned between the house and the forest. Oh, sir, I can't see a forest. Turn slightly to the left, Timpkins. Oh, there it is. We are not going to Fable Cottage, OK? All they have there are dead chickens. The wizard lives in Century Chase with a girl called Rapunzel, who is her daughter. Or maybe it's just a girl she kidnapped. Or it might be a boy she cut the penis off and said it was a girl. <laughs> it's super confusing in there. Just don't drink any wine she offers you, OK? <laughs> we hear the sound of Ajax knocking on a thick wooden door. Knock, knock, trick or treat. <laughs> we hear the door creak open. You sound familiar. I think that too. Every time I speak, I think, I've heard that voice before. Now, how about giving me some Halloween candy so I don't TP your house? Hmm. Brackets, Ajax has been watching too many American TV shows. <laughs> your voice, it reminds me of a man who bought me for a cart full of vegetables and three chickens <laughs> when I was just 12 years old. And then he married me when I was only 13. Mm. I'd never do something like that. I don't buy people. I murder them. Hmm. And I don't marry people. I murder them. <laughs> I like murder. <laughs> I like murder too. Hey, we should get married. <laughs> What? I thought you said... Oh, yeah, good point. Have you got anyone who <laughs> needs murdering? Because I could do that for you instead. How about yourself? Mm. Yeah, all right then. We hear Ajax repeatedly bean himself with his axe. <laughs> stop it, Ajax. We hear Ajax stop it. <laughs> Mrs Wizard Herman, we need your help. Have you got any babies with you because I could I could pickle them if you like um no something else you'd like pickling some onions a dog this man here with the sour expression he'd look good in a pickle jar <laughs> why does everyone I meet want to pickle me <laughs> it's, it's not fair hey wizard Herman it's me your old friend Johan P Spellbinder Oh dear, a cat skin, hide the peas! 
peas, peas, fucking peas. Wizard Herman, you may have noticed that the world has been overrun with jelly monsters and is about to basically turn into jelly. Mm. Yes, and if the world turns to jelly, no more pickling. You can't pickle jelly, believe me, I've tried. <laughs> we hear Wizard Herman hold up a jar full of jelly and vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I liked the fact that you 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 put we hear things that you definitely can't hear, and <laughs> yeah. I ran with I ran with that. I really liked you can that. See, yeah. Well, we have a plan to save the world, but we can only succeed with your help. Mm. Save the world and all the people and animals and things I can pickle. Indeed. Then come inside. I'll do whatever I can to. Preserve the world. Ah. We hear the sound of absolutely no one being impressed with Wizard Herman's shit pun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the stars, as we know, they failed to save the world, so they went back to Johan's house to make their plan. Their plan was to go and see Wizard Herman. Mm -hmm. All right, they went to Wizard Herman's house, knocked on the door, and Wizard Herman has invited them in. So now, scene three. The stars are in Wizard Herman's pickle room. Mm-mm. Would you like some sandwiches? I promise there's no spiders in them. Mm. Oh, sir. Yes, please. I'm bloody starving, I am. All I've had since breakfast is eight bottles of Pernod. <laughs> do you think people know what Pernod is? <laughs> do, they, well. do they still make it? Do they still make it? And was it only available in the UK? <laughs> It was an uh, like a. It tasted like aniseed. It was like it was an aniseed yeah. alcohol, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really, really unpleasant, <laughs> and may still be. Well, and also it's pronounced perno. Perno, yeah. I think <laughs> you know. I don't think it was that unpleasant if you just had one, like you're supposed to. But if you decide that that's what you're drinking that evening, <laughs> yeah. and you have a whole bottle, then your six's going to be a real funny colour, <laughs> and you're never going to be able to drink it again. Mm. Anyway, so Timkins, being the devoted alcoholic that she is, has had eight bottles of that since breakfast. <laughs> and she said, I'm bloody, I'm bloody starving, I am. Very well. I'll call my butler. Gull Haggerty, bring <laughs> us some sandwiches, would you? <laughs> we hear the sound of a man with a wooden leg walking into the room. Here you are, ma'am. I'll just add the special seasoning. <laughs> I don't think we want a load of broken glass and scorpions in our sandwiches, actually. <laughs> oh, dear. Silly me. Stupid mistake. Now you point it out, it seems foolish to fill your sandwiches with broken glass and scorpions. <laughs> anyway, here you go. You're not going to... Replace these sandwiches, then. (laughs) I've made them now. I hate to see food go to waste. Just try to eat around the scorpions. (laughs) Oh, sir, does anyone else think this butler looks familiar? Mm. I feel like I recognise his lack of leg (laughs) and lack of arm and lack of eye. (laughs) And that fish-shaped scar down his face. Hmm. Oh, sir, you're Skullgull Haggerty. But we watched you die. No, my name is Bullgull Haggerty. <laughs> you must have known my brother. Oh, sir, why are you attaching all that dynamite to Sly's head? 
can I stop for a second? Can I stop for a second and, and ask, is this actually his brother or is he just pretending? Because I don't know in this story now because we've had Bi- Billip, Bore Billip and um, <laughs> yeah. Banana. No, no, Skullgirl Haggerty absolutely melted in episode one and I am not retconning anything. Hmm. So, no, he's uh, when he says he's Bulgul Haggerty, he's telling the truth. So he's just his brother who happens to have... Had exactly the same voice and the same characteristics. Same, yeah. The same injuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coincidentally, yeah, has absolutely. exactly the same injuries. Wow. <laughs> it's a big, big coincidence, but, mm. but true. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, sir, why are you attaching all that dynamite to Sly's head? <laughs> oh, dear. Silly me. Stupid mistake. Now you point it out. It seems foolish to attach dynamite to this man's head and then light it. <laughs> Why does everyone I meet try to blow up my head? <laughs> uh, yes, um, Wizard Herman, perhaps we can get down to business. My friend Johan here. Peas, evil peas, take me to your peas so I can oppress them. <laughs> he says you can help us travel back in time to save the world. I know the spell to reverse time, but it is complex and requires many rare ingredients to make it work. Ooh. How many ingredients? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Doesn't sound that bad. And the first one grows in my garden Ooh. because the first ingredient is thyme lettuce. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll just go and pick some now, shall I? What does it look like? No, it cannot be picked by human hands. Oh, no. You mean it can only be picked by dog hands? (laughs) No. I mean, I'll need to summon a magical creature to collect it for us. Yes. I'll need to summon a catskin thing. Wow. What's a catskin thing? It's like a regular thing, but I cut its penis off. (laughs) Oh, sir. (laughs) Blue, green, seven, bring one dismembered cat skin thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's you lot again. Do you want me to do my parrot impression? (laughs) Be quiet, cat skin. Or I'll have to cut your penis off again. (laughs) Fine. What do you want? Give these brave adventurers some time-travelling lettuce. Is that all? I feel highly underappreciated. Now, I have other skills, you know, like my ability to do impressions mostly of a parrot. Plog, get on with it, catskin. Fine. We hear the sound of some time-travelling lettuce appearing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the cauldron, Catskin. That's it. Now we just need the other two ingredients. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Why doesn't Thing have to do rhymes and mention colours? <laughs> oh, sir, what are you talking about, Sly? When me or Johan or Wizard Herman do magic, we have to follow all these stupid rules and do a rhyme. But when Thing does it, he just shouts Kazar and that's the end of it. <laughs> He's a magical creature. They can say what they want when they do magic. Mm. Apparently, Thing likes saying Kazar, but he could just as easily shout TT, you know, if he wanted to. <laughs> right, I see. That will be another <laughs> thousand gold pieces. pieces yeah. 
Oh, boggarty piss. <laughs> Can I go now? I want to watch the couple in Fable Cottage having sex again. <laughs> they do it with their eyes closed, you know. <laughs> what about the sharks? <laughs> they don't care. They like the danger. Wait, I recognise you. You're the catskin thing who ruined my perfect butlering score of <laughs> serving drinks. I was about to serve my 100th perfect drink in a glass on a silver tray when you appeared and shouted, Kazaa, and I dropped it. I'll get you for that. <laughs> Not bleeding likely. Kazaa! Oh, I'm melting! <laughs> I, I'm melting! We hear the sound of Gull Haggerty melt. <laughs> melty, melty. <laughs> Another Gull Haggerty bites the dust. Brackets funny. <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's the best stage right. direction yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I wrote that and I thought, that's not very funny. I should make that funny. But then I, I thought of a, a quicker way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of getting around it and just put it in the directions instead. <laughs> Right, I'm leaving. If you need anything else in the future, don't bother calling me. We hear a wheezing groaning sound as Thing dematerialises. <laughs> Can you send us back in time now, Mrs Wizard Herman? No. First, you must fetch the other two ingredients. Here, I wrote them down on this piece of parchment for you. Mm. We hear the sound of the pickle wizard handing a piece of parchment to Sly. All right, let's have a squint at it. Ingredient number one, thyme lettuce, got that. Ingredient number two, boar's head. Well, <laughs> that, shouldn't, that shouldn't be too difficult to get hold of. We'll just go to T.S. Bloor's, ye oldy ham specialist on the high street. Mm. Look more carefully, young man. It doesn't say boar's head. What? Oh, hang on. Bear's head? Mm. Where are we going to get a bear's head? Fretchy not. I will send you to a magical city on a whole other planet where you can have adventures. <laughs> oh, sir, a magical city with bears in? I'm going to need to get drunk for this. <laughs> We hear Timpkins chugging a bottle of tequila. Mm. Yes, but I must give you a warning. When you arrive on this planet, whatever else may happen, <laughs> you must not, under any circumstances, oh, no. get involved in their politics. <laughs> Why would we do something like that? Promise me, whatever you hear, whatever you learn, you will not get involved in that Planet's politics. Brilliant. I think we can probably manage that. Good. OK, everybody brace yourselves while I do a spell. Mm -hmm. Now, with all of our yellowy, purpley fun done, send these five hero types to the city of London. Ooh. We hear the sound of a cello to indicate that teleportation is occurring. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat in front of every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no, woman of a no Was writer in the world Was writer in the world Was writer in the world 
stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.